How's it going guys? So in this week's Phantom Cave video, we're going to be having a look, we're going to be talking about, and of course, it is the fifth episode of the podcast, so I hope you enjoy this video, because it's going to be fun, and we're going to be looking at why, we're going to be looking at, has the Phantom's costume changed recently in the Sundays? And I know what a lot of people are going to be saying after I've just said that. No, Bradley, it hasn't been changed. Or has it? So let's have a look. And I'll be putting the image up on the screen right now. So basically, back, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Here we go. On the July the 5th. July the 5th, Jeff Wildley, as he always, he usually publishes. Um, he's obviously the Sunday Phantom artist, and he will be featured in an interview very soon to come out on the Phantom Cave YouTube channel very, very soon. And so, Jeff Wogley, he's obviously the Sunday Phantom artist every Sunday, well, their time, every Sunday in American time, he publishes or he posts on his Facebook page the newest Sunday page. I think this is because most people, many people may not have the opportunity to read the Sunday page or they may not have a newspaper that actually stocks the Phantom, the Sunday Phantom anymore. And that's the same case I've seen when I, well, I saw this like what, last year. So basically with the Daily Telegraph, it's one of the, biggest um, newspapers in Australia, if you didn't know that. Um, with the Daily Telegraph, I've actually noticed that the Sunday Phantom page doesn't get published in there anymore. I don't know why the reason was they cancelled it, or I don't know why the reason was because the Sunday Phantom page is no longer sort of, the Phantom is no longer popular in day-to-day -day activity. But I know I'm a big fan of the Phantom. I, everyone knows I'm a big fan of the Phantom. You would know that this is why I created this YouTube channel to solely focus on it. And basically, on the 5th of July, and basically what I was saying basically was that um, the Daily Telegraph doesn't, it doesn't held the Sunday Phantom anymore. So that's basically what I was saying. And it only held the dailies from Monday to Saturday. And yeah, pretty strange, strange that it actually happened. I don't know why the reason behind it, why it happened. And we'll get back to what we were talking about. So July the 5th, Jeff Woogley posted on his Facebook page a, the, well, back in those days, well, a couple of weeks ago, it was one of the recent... Um, Sunday editions, uh, Sunday Phantom editions, and a lot of people, I know, I know a lot of people, and I've read some of the comments on it, like Jeff Woogley actually said, for those wondering, and that one of the costumes has been changed for historical purposes, one of the costumes has been changed, and most of the costumes that actually has been featured on the new Sunday page, the new Sunday Phantom story that is being created by Tony D. Paul and Jeff Woogley, which again, Jeff Woogley will be featured in an interview very soon, but 
what he's been saying, and it, I'll read a comment off one of the off the post. So Jeff Worley recently said, uh, "So it's a Sunday phantom with a big assist from a Sly Barry in the flashbacks, which we will get to in this podcast." So Jeff Worley said, "For those wondering about the historical costume changes in this." Current Sunday run. Here's the race. Here's the rational. So, Tony D. Paul wrote a story revolving around Phantom's newly constructed Hall of Costumes, which uh, is quite amazing. I love what they did with that panel, and I'll be featuring the panel up on the screen right now. And let's get back to the comments. Um, a display room for his ancestors. Phantom Ancestors, Phantom Garbs, so basically the costumes are on display. So basically two things occurred to me as I read the script, that having a gallery of 20 identical costumes in keeping with the past Phantom canon was pretty boring, and to me, he's, yeah, yeah. It would be, it sounds boring to say, You've got 20 identical phantom costumes in one big room. And a lot of people, if they hadn't done this, a lot of people, a lot of fans may have been saying, why didn't they change it up? Like, why didn't they change the costumes up a little bit? Or why didn't they do this or that or this or that? Um, so that that's why Jeff Woodley has done this. Jeff Woodley obviously has the best intent for what the costume is going at. It's not going to be like a couple, well, a year or two ago, we saw a big change in DCM, well, in a big, a couple of years ago, so a year or two ago, we saw a sort of big change at DC. So DC was, this also ties into where what I'm talking about. So DC and Warner Brothers and all those people, out the DC world, um, they were going to try and change the original costumes, say, of characters like the Batman, uh, I think Superman, and more characters like that. And a lot of the people, a lot of the fans, I know the fans with a FAPH, pun intended, a lot of the fans actually said, we don't like this situation. We do not like what they're doing to our character. And this is what Jeff Worgley is not doing to our character. We are not seeing where the Phantom's costume is getting dramatically changed. It is not getting dramatically changed. It's only getting changed for the historical purposes. It's only getting changed because it links up, literally it links up correctly and accurately in the historical registers. It li it links up with the historical eras of what costumes and what clothing they were um, basically wearing back in those days. And so one of the parts was, and basically DC was, they were trying to change original costumes. They were trying to modernize the characters and a lot of the fans did not like that. They then, I think, got rid of uh, Top Guy, Top Guy to do with, um, I think it 
kind of aim to do it, let alone kind of change the characters in the movies, currently, um, something like that. And now I think now it's um, the guy that did. Uh, now I can't really think of it, but it's a very respectable, a very respected. Um, a very respected DC artist. Like, I can't think of the name right now, but um, it's the guy that did a lot of Batman back in the early 2000s and a lot of other things. He did a series around Hush, Batman Hush. If you can think of that, comment down in the comment section below because I'm having very big troubles trying to think of that name. Still having troubles thinking that name, but we'll get back to the Phantom stuff. So basically, what Jeff Wigley has said, he has, he's basically making minor concessions in the fashions of the various eras would make the gallery more distinctive, help, and it would help separate the multiple Phantoms appearing in the story and make the costumes more credible across the time. Whoever heard of Lycra in the 17th century, which he's right. Um, I ran the idea of the historical costume variations by Tony, and he said to go for it. This came, this came, plus came the puffy sleeves and the vest in the last Sunday's strip. We expected that this decision might ruffle some feathers among the more traditional fans, but it seemed the right and most interesting direction to take given the story we were telling. Believe me, I have nothing but the like I have nothing but the deepest respect for the Phantom's eighty five year traditions. Our goal is to enhance and strengthen them, not screw with them haphazardly. I hope anybody who's disturbed about the little diversion in the Phantom Law at least appreciates that Tony and my hearts are in the right place when we are when we try to when we try to upgrade some of Mr. Walker's old baggage old baggage. So how do you feel about this. Um, so Alex, another guy who's another Phantom artist who did, does a lot of the Phantom and a lot of other stuff to do, I think with Marvel and DC, actually said, I think it's a great thing that you've done. So I think it's great that you are taking it upon yourself to merely embellish the costumes a bit more from the different time periods, thinking about the material used rather than just adding high boots and, of course, changing the style of the gun and Andy's belt. Um, we had, when Jeff Wigley basically commented, we had a couple of responses. Kelso Noon says, you are completely right. Go ahead. Good job. Um, he also said that also, Noons also said, I hope you like me um, giving you a feature on this podcast. I'll be, yeah. 
uh, the Kelso Noons also said you not the they are not the first. Both Moonstone and Dynam both Moonstone and Dynamite artists they were playing with this subject previously, but your work is very important, different and better. I reckon it's a good thing that they've done. So we'll now talk about how the Sly Barry or the Seymour Barry um sort of the Seymour Barry flashbacks talk about with this Sunday. So as I'll be showing the image up on the screen right now, we've got a couple of one of the famous um Sly Barry panels. We've got one big guy. Uh, again, punch the gullet with um, the Phantom Fist. And basically, this story, it revolves, it revolves around historical links. It revolves around having, well, there's obviously, he's had the guts. He's had the guts to base, sorry, Jeff Woodley, but you've had the guts to basically say, no, we're going to change this costume. We're going to do it correctly, and we're going to do it historically accurate. So, he's done a very good job. He's done a very, very good job. So, for anyone to say that the Phantom's costume has basically been changed, it hasn't. It barely has been changed. It barely has been changed. And for those, um, like the traditional fans, the traditional Phantom fans, um, it sort of hasn't been changed, so it hasn't been changed in a way that's going to hurt the character or hurt its reputation. It's just been changed a little tiny bit, so it's all good. Just, yeah, it's sweet. Um, so, yeah. So, with the flashbacks, this obviously goes back to how the Jungle Patrol was introduced and how the Jungle Patrol was basically... Um, made, I guess, and re real recently in the script, we've actually seen a lot of things happen. We've seen, so in the recent Sunday, we see, well, we, are, we see a lot of things happen. So we have the, well, the new Sunday page will be up on the screen right now. And as always, um, on my Phantom Cave group, on my Facebook group, you can go check it out. I'll put the link down below in the description, and I'll put it right here. So basically what the Phantom is involved in, it's basically taking the historical links out of it, and he's basically in a big fight with some pirates or with um, some bad, or guessing bad people. I, I don't really... I like to basically, I read the Sundays and I read the dailies sometimes, but because of my busy schedule, um, sometimes I might not have time to read it. So, yeah. So, yeah, it's, um, he's doing a great thing. Don't, don't get any wrong with that. He's doing a great thing with the Sundays, and that's the same with Mike Manley. Mike Manley is doing the same thing. He's doing a great job. He's doing a great job at the Phantom stuff. 
is doing a great job at the dailies and anything else to say that Jeff Woodley isn't doing a great job. He isn't. He is doing a great job, actually. He is doing a great job. Um, and as always. Yeah, and I think that's quite... I think that is barely... I think that is most of the things that we've able to talk about on this podcast. So if you would like to support the podcast, you can go listen to it at Encore or through all the major podcasting platforms, say it be Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and any of those different platforms. You can listen to the Phantom Cave podcast or as it's called, The Fan. And as always, keep subscribing to the channel. We make the best, well, I try to make the best phantom content on the globe. And as always, keep phantom caving, and we'll see you next time on the Phantom Cave YouTube channel. And we'll also see you next time on another episode of The Fan. See you. See you.